Hello everybody and welcome to the Doctor's Notes podcast by Doc's Castle Media, a podcast I created to share the notes of one of my favorite reality shows ever, Big Brother USA. I'm your host Doc and I'm here to talk BP perspective from Doc's point of view. So here we go. Let's talk about another Big Brother episode. So we left off the last episode with Bowie Jane winning the HOH competition and the live eviction episode that was on Thursday. And now we're recapping the nominee episode. Normally, we will usually see the HOH competition in this episode, but because we've already seen it live on Thursday, this episode was mainly a lot of dialogue. Um, It was a lot of strategy, and we basically were opened up to seeing the position of where the new HOH is, where she currently stands within this house, because we have never really seen any of Bowie Jane's intake on anything that's been going on in this house. So actually, this is a very interesting episode indeed. So basically, Bowie Jane is the winner of the HOH competition. This week is revealing to us where Bowie Jane will will now position herself in the house. And we see that she is now speaking to everyone and she's using this to her advantage because she honestly doesn't really know too much about what's going on in the house herself. She's just been playing and going with the flow. Bowie Jane was the ultimate floater and now she's a floater that actually has to play at this point. When Mimi was leaving the house during the eviction, she did throw out a few names and Bowie Jane was one of the names that she threw out. So... Will there actually be a target that's put on Bowie Jane because of McCole revealing information about Cord in America and Bowie Jane's game? And was it actually true? Bowie Jane, in this episode, we found out that she is lost on what that was about. She doesn't know what's going on in the house. And um, she just basically learned her position now. And I know in the last episode, I mentioned the bye-bye bitches. Honestly... The fallout of the bye-bye bitches might be what is the motive in this episode for Bowie Jane to go after who she goes after. But honestly, we don't know because at the end of the day, even in this episode, Bowie Jane, even though she got more diary room sessions, she hasn't had too much strategy game talk with many people in the house. So we don't really see where she stands still. We only see where she is telling us because she's figuring this out as we're watching the game with with her it's like she's not knowing what's going on because she's not really playing <laughs> Bowie Jane even said at the beginning of the episode that she was willing to throw the competition she wasn't even trying to win HOH and I don't know how that was true because she just kept answering stuff correctly her and Felicia they they were neck and neck in the HOH competition and for Bowie Jane to say she was going to throw the competition, Mm-mm. she didn't. She won. Um, and that's awesome for her. But to move on, um, we basically are saying what was her strategy going forward? She wanted to just listen to everyone. She wanted to talk to everyone. And I think from the first person that we've seen her speak to, um, we know that she is comfortable with keeping Cameron safe because Cameron has kept her safe in the game. Um, ever since the red eviction, basically, Bowie Jane has stayed close with Cameron. They have continued to have the relationship that they had, uh, a very good friendship. 
Um, and she refuses to go after Cameron. We know that for a fact because she tells us that. There is honor and honesty that she still wants to play in this game. Bowie Jane is a lawyer and she's also a DJ. But no one really knows about her lawyer take. So she's basically saying that she's turning up her lawyer side to play this game now and sift through what's being pitched to her and um i don't know how successful she'll be with that but from aside from bowie jane everyone else seems to have a lot of talk they talk more to each other than the actual hoh everyone is so excited with bowie jane winning because they feel comfortable but I don't understand how comfortable they feel because it's like you don't really know her stance. It's dangerous. Like if if McCole won, I feel like they would be, be a little uneasy. It was like when Cameron won. They were uneasy because they didn't know his stance in the game. With Bowie Jane, they don't know her stance in the game, but everyone's excited about Bowie Jane's win. Only people that weren't too excited about the win was Felicia and Sari, which is valid. And, you know, we understand that they don't have um, any excitement because of what they've done to Bowie Jane, turning on her and keeping her out when they were um, voting red out of the house. It was the professor's alliance at that point. And when Felicia and Sari decided to move away from the professors, they left Bowie Jane and Red out of that talk. Bowie Jane has kept that with her. It's a little sour with her and she remembers them treating her that way. But we don't want to talk about them, honestly, because she didn't really talk too much about them. Um, I want to talk about everybody else who seems to be having alliances and brewing. Honestly, when I want to talk about alliances in this game, everyone is intermingled with one another. But I want to talk about the obvious of what's going on in the house and where the house stands. Sari is still on the outsides of the house. So when we talk about the sides of the house now, the sides are Sari and Felicia versus everyone else when it comes to Bowie Jane's week. Because they still are on the outs with Sari and Felicia. No one's really talking about them, about any type of plans about getting a target out the other house is pretty much talking to each other but they're leaving Sari and Felicia out of all of these talks so they're really out of this house so the sides of the house becomes Sari and Felicia versus everyone else but we have still have our usual alliances that um we know aren't going to turn on each other like the ones that seem to be solid are the Minutemen which which are Matt and Jag they have not turned on each other they seem to be loyal to each other every talk that they have they both are included in or if they not are included in they both let each other know what each other is thinking um we have Corey and America and they're the only alliance with a known name right now Comerica they're the only alliance that out that, that is out of the open that everybody knows is a final two because of their relationship that they had with each other. Um, I feel like Matt and Jag might be the same, but because it's not a dynamic of a of a showmance, um, it's a possibility they could turn on each other anytime. I guess it's just an easier 
way to not put, group them together in alliance as far as grouping Corey and America together. Being the only one that actually has an alliance name right now that people know of. Matt and Jack have an alliance name that America, us, the viewers, we only know of that name. They haven't revealed that to anyone else. But that's the only two alliances that have names right now. And Cameron and Blue are being grouped into being put on the block against each other. But these two people are working together. But Cameron seems to be secretly working against Blue. Telling Jet and Meg, um, <laughs> Jet and Meg, <laughs> Matt and Jack about Blue's plan to go after Corey. Ultimately, Corey and Cameron are going back and forth with each other. And Corey is also trying to go after Blue. So there's all this back and forth between this particular side of the house. They're brewing up to explode. And Sari and Felicia, honestly, in my opinion, looks like the lesser threat out of everyone. If they would have just sit and lay low and really not have done anything to Bowie Jane earlier in the game, they could have been safe this week. But because they have, and this is the only people in this house that have probably burnt Bowie Jane more than anyone else in the house. They're going to be a target. And that's exactly what Bowie Jane did. She puts them on the block. Honestly. But this is how they get there. There's so many talks going on. There's so many people speaking to each other. No one's going to Bowie Jane the entire game. Or not the entire game, but the entire episode. I don't even want to say the entire game because we haven't seen anything. Um, we're just seeing stuff being revealed to us of the alliances that Bowie Jane has final threes with people that we didn't even know. She has a final three with Matt and Jang. She has a final three with Corey and America. She's playing the possible two side that could be developing once Sari and Felicia leave the house. Like, Bowie Jane is playing this game and we didn't even know it. But she has these conversations with people and talking about how she wants to go to the final three. And it looks like the people that it is revealed in this episode... The genuine final three that she has out of all of the final alliances that she has with anyone. Another alliance that seems to be brewing out of nowhere, or it just seems to be appearing, and it's not—it's not even a surprise. Um, Blue, she's gravitating to working with Suri. And Sari is okay with that because Blue is the only one that's really being that open with her in the house. No one else is telling her any information. So she's welcoming Blue to give her more information. And she could use that to her advantage. Um, Sari is someone that Blue can trust. She's trusting in Sari. And we already know that Blue knows that Sari is Jared's mom. So that's another reason why she might, have, she might think that she can trust Sari. I don't think there has ever been a conversation in confirming that, like Lou and Sari ever speaking to each other. And I'm pretty sure that they probably won't do that as long as they're in this house together. But it's a possibility that if they go into the jury house, they can have that talk with each other. Blue tells Sari that she is targeting Corey in America, and Sari is down for that because of Jared being out. And that's the reason why Blue is doing it. So... Sari is willing to work with Blue going forward when it comes to that. When Blue decides to have a conversation with Sari and Felicia, 
regarding how she feels Bowie Jane should take a stance in the house. She's pitching that she thinks that they should put up or pitch to Bowie Jane that Corey and America should go. Of course, Sari is going to agree with that, but Sari is aware that she isn't close enough to Bowie Jane to actually make those types of pitches. Everyone really knows that Matt and Jag are probably the most friendliest people in the house right now, and everyone is gravitating to them and telling them information, which to me right now is telling me that they deserve to be the MVP players of this episode. Jag and Matt, because everyone knows their influence to Bowie Jane, it matters. They are able to influence Bowie Jane's thoughts. Because they, I think that Bowie Jane ultimately thinks that Matt and Jag could be the final three that she dreams to be a part of. More so than Core in America. Because why would you take Core in America to a final three? No one's going to willingly take a showman to a final three. Even though that it's been done in the Big Brother house. It's stupid to do. And um, I think that Bowie Jane knows that. So she would just go to Matt and Jang. And everyone else knows how close that she is to them. Or they just trust their influence over her. But I feel like Bowie Jane is smart enough to play her own game on her own. She ultimately is doing what she thinks is best for her game. Which is to get a target on the other side of the house out right now. I don't think Bowie Jane wants to wrestle any feathers and on the other side of the house where everyone seems to be getting more along why would it be that they get out a stronger threat ruffle more feathers when it's easier to get out who she thinks is a target and I think it is Sari and Felicia she's more so willing to let them be out because what what benefit are they other than you know to get people on the other side out at this point that side, the side that Bowie Jane is a part of outweighs the side that Sari and Felicia are on. So why not get them out? And I agree with Bowie Jane on that course of the game. You know, why not? They did her wrong anyway. Why not? Other talks in the game. Corey is obviously aware that Blue is coming after him. Corey knows that Blue is targeting him because Matt is telling him why Cameron is telling him why Blue is coming after him. Like, Cameron is definitely spilling the beans on Blue when Blue comes to Cameron about how she's coming after Corey. Cameron has developed the relationship with Corey, wants to keep the relationship with Corey, and tells Corey about this because he wants Corey to target Blue. Cameron is not going to do it. He's not going to target Blue. He's already done it before. He's currently working with Blue right now, so he's not going to target her at the moment. There's verbal agreement with them that he's not going to target her. So why not get someone like Corey to try to target Blue? And he's not going to directly tell Corey to do it. He's just going to basically infer that Blue's already doing it to him. So why not? Matt confirms to Corey that Cameron wants Blue and Corey to target each other. And this is making Corey uneasy about Cameron a little bit. Because he has some type of trust in working with him. But Cameron, he's revealing a little bit about himself. And Cameron is showing his sneakiness or his strategy. 
Corey sees Cameron's strategy and Cameron sees Corey's strategy with Corey doing blowouts in the house. And basically Cameron is saying that Corey wants to be the smartest person in the room. Whatever he's doing, he is trying to convince Matt and Jag because Cameron feels as though Matt and Jag is people that he would rather take to the end than to work with Corey to the end and Blue. He's trying to convince Matt and Jag to kind of go after Corey. Like, they need to be able to go after Corey. And why not use Blue at this... I mean, not Blue. Why not use Bowie Jane this week to go after Corey? Then them, because none of them want to go after Corey, which is smart. But people aren't even talking about the that they... They're not even realizing that they don't even talk to Bowie Jane that much to influence her that way. But the thing is, this is why the MVP players are the MVP players. I think people subconsciously know that they do not have that much influence on Bowie Jane. Though they are all in these like alliances with her. She has alliances with everyone. She talks to everyone, too. There isn't anything that feels secure. The only people that might feel secure is Matt and Jag because everyone's coming to them with their pitches to pitch to Bowie Jane. Everyone, I don't understand. It, it's just revealing. It's it's revealing. And if they don't recognize that about themselves, it's just something that can easily be recognized through from Matt and Jag. I don't think anyone takes Bowie Jane seriously. And it's sad because she's just playing this game just normally like everyone else. But because she isn't mingling and she's literally a floater, they're not going to take her seriously. It's weird, the dynamic that she's in. Because she's cool. Everyone was so happy to see that she won. And yet, and yet still, they're showing that they just don't take her game as seriously as anyone else's game this house so far jag and matt are honest people and seem to be the only people to truly take her serious and cameron um since red's eviction too but i think the type of relationship that bowie jane and cameron have is literally they just have each other back secretly like, they don't have to go after each other right now. I don't think they will go after each other. They just have that agreement after being basically effed over when it came to Red Week. That they won't go after each other. And that's fine for them. They may actually make it to the end of the game keep, when they keep thinking like that. When Bowie Jane is trying to make her decisions, she's speaking with Matt and Jack. And they're weighing her options. And when they weigh her options, they go from Siri and Felicia, Corey and America, and Cameron and Blue. Because everyone is going between, back and forth between all of that. And Bowie Jane, when she's speaking to everyone in the HOH room, she's seeing that everyone is connected to each other in some type of way. So when she's going to make her decision, she doesn't really want to tell anyone who her true target is for this week. She ultimately decides to put Siri and Felicia on the block. And the reason why is just there isn't that many people left in the house. 
But we all know that she's a little, um, still been a little feeling some type of way since since the red red and the professor's blowout. So, um, Bowie Jane. I think it's a smart move for her not to really tell anyone who her real target is. She just gone ahead and put Felicia and Sari up. And they already kind of knew that they were going to go up because they know what they did to her. So they basically know that it is what it is. And they need to fight for the veto, both of them, in order to save themselves. It's not looking too good for Sari this week. Actually, Sari might actually leave this week because... Out of the two people that is on the block, I see that Sari might be the most um, persuasive. And I think people know that. So they might want to get her out before Felicia. And they could use Felicia to be the person to go after Corey. And that's what I feel like is the best pitch for them. So Sari, if you don't save yourself from, from the block this week, it's looking like you're going home. It's looking like she'll be going home. Or not home, because she's going to jury. Because I think, I think this... In a correction, is the first person to go to jury this week. Everybody else that left um, prior to Nicole, or you know Nicole and prior, are the other people that's going to be on the other side of the stage on on the finale night, um, who don't have a say in what's gonna happen, who is gonna be the winner of this season. So, I don't have any uh, Twitter updates this episode. Like I said, I really don't care to follow Twitter right now. It has been so much strategically happening on the regular episode that I just want to give you guys my perspective on what's best or what's going on. But if you guys want me to, you know, dabble in trying to figure out what's going on on Twitter and what people are saying and sharing that with you guys, I can go back to doing that. But it's just so much to keep track of, like... I don't know how anyone is doing it on the live feed at all. But I've discussed the winner, Bowie Jane being the HOA winner and her nominees. I've discussed the possible alliances this week and those that reign supreme and where the house stands as far as who's on what side of the house. I've also talked about who the MVP players of this episode is, who I have crowned to be Jag and Matt for this episode. Um, Bowie Jane ultimately is doing what is best for her game, and it seems as though we are seeing a predictable week, kind of. Um, I feel like it's predictable because, you know, someone basically sting, they stung her, and she's stinging, she's gonna sting back. And that's just basically what it seems like is happening right now. But, we see that. Um, there are no Twitter updates for this episode, and... Uh, basically the next time that we will get back or see another episode will be on Tuesday where they said Zingbok will be on that episode. So if you guys are Big Brother fans, you know that Zingbok is just a person who just puts out insults or a machine that puts out insults, a robot, and it's famous from Big Brother every season. It's the next episode is basically going to be Zingbot. I guess he's going to host the veto competition. So, uh, we'll see what type of zings we have this year for this year's cast. Um, but, anyway. Tuesday is the veto episode. Thursday is eviction night again. Remember, we don't have Wednesday episodes this week. 
But anyway, if you don't even catch those episodes, you know you can catch my recap anyway. Because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to give you the recap of the episode and give you some type of perspective of where the game is going. But otherwise, I appreciate you guys for listening. And I hope that you guys will subscribe. Please take a moment to look at my blog, Docs Castle Media. I list it in the description all the time. There is a lot of things about Baltimore artists there. There is also the previous episodes for the Doctor's Notes podcast if you need to catch up. So make sure that you go to DocsCastleLLC.com to get your updates about everything Docs Castle Media. Um, In the meantime, I hope you guys have a good day and I will catch you next time. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doctor's Notes Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you found value in what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. For more updates and Dots Castle content, follow me on my social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Docs Castle. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics that you'd like to cover in future episodes, feel free to reach out to me via email at docscastlemediainfo at gmail.com. Remember, your support means the world to me, and I'm grateful to have you as a listener. But until next time, peace out.